0: Good day and welcome to Holding Fast. I pray that your anchor is gripped firmly to the Word of God. We need that today. We want to return today to the book of Philippians chapter 3. We are reminding ourselves of that one motivational thing in life that causes us to get up and to get going and to be able to live life and make the choices that we make as followers and disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I had you turn your attention to Philippians chapter 3, one of those special passages of Scripture that means so much to me, that has really been uh, almost a life passage for me in terms of making the choices that I make. And the Scripture says, the, the Apostle Paul writes, that I may know Him, and the power of His resurrection, and the fellowship of His sufferings, being made conformable unto His death, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may comprehend, excuse me, apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, literally to have arrived, but this one thing I do, Forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus." What are you pressing for today? What really matters to you? What are you living for every day when you get up, your dreams, your aspirations, those things that really motivate you to make the choices that you do in life? What is it today that really is what gets you going? I know that the Apostle Paul has already suggested in Philippians chapter 3 that uh, he would have a lot to boast in, in that his... His uh, his genealogy, his background, his ancestry uh, is founded in being uh, in being a, a Hebrew of the Hebrews, and actually being uh, a, a Pharisee. Those that were uh, spiritually uh, very zealous and and passionate about following the law, even to the point where he could say that he followed it so. Rigidly, when he was uh, before he was a believer, that he was willing to expend any effort in order to protect that law, even to the point where he was willing to uh, put uh, throw people in jail and to persecute them for their faith in in Jesus Christ. He thought he was doing what was right until he met Jesus Christ. And now, all of a sudden, those things that he used to matter so much to him, that used to be so valuable, in verse 7, he said, But what things were gained to me, those I counted for loss. Those things that he depended on for his salvation, those things that he really relied on for his self-worth and his existence, all of a sudden became not that important to him. And you know, it's always true that when somebody meets Jesus Christ, whatever it was that they were leaning on for their sanity, for their self-worth, for their esteem, all of a sudden those things, maybe it's church membership, maybe it was being a great humanitarian, whatever it might have been, uh, trying to do for others and things of this nature, number of excuses that I've heard down through the years, but all of those things seem to fall short and they come up Empty When it in comparison with the obtaining what you have in Jesus Christ himself. Verse nine, he says, I'm found in him not having my own righteousness, not my own efforts at making my life meaningful, but rather I am for the uh, but I count them but loss because he said, I am not found in a righteousness of my own that is through the law but through faith in Jesus Christ, the righteousness that's been made available. Because no matter how much effort you may put into your personal development, into your personal humanity, all of that falls short when you understand that the perfection that God requires for you to be in heaven can only be obtained one way, and that is by a relentless pursuit of Jesus Christ and an absolute dependence on Him and His righteousness, and that's what the Apostle Paul is saying, should motivate every one of us today. It ought to motivate you today that you would know Him, that you would know the power of His resurrection, the fellowship of His sufferings, um, and being made conformable unto His death. the The redemptive passion of Christ ought to mean something to you today, so much so that He says in verse twelve that I am thankful, while I am thankful that God has redeemed me by the faith of Jesus Christ, that in His righteousness I stand redeemed. He said it doesn't end there, and this is all too often what happens with people who name the name of Christianity. He said, not as though I had already attained. I've not arrived yet. I've not become complete and perfect. But he says in verse 12, he said, "Um, I follow after. I follow after. If that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ laying hold literally he says it this way not that i've already obtained this resurrection from the dead that's promised to me that's coming because of christ and not that i've already become perfect i've not arrived yet spiritually but he says in verse 12 i literally press on i pursue it's interesting that is a that is a hunting term uh it's used of a foot race I pursue, I overtake, I relentlessly pursue that which I've been called to do." Now, it's remarkable to me that there are those who relentlessly pursue a lot of things in life, but they may not be relentlessly pursuing the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And that's demonstrated by their laxness in their attendance to the house of God, by a frequent forgetting of the reading of Scripture and prayer time, and just a general hunger and knowledge for the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's something that you must make the effort yourself to do. Do what the Apostle Paul says. I follow after. I pursue. I press after that which God has called me to. I want to be laid hold. I want to lay hold of Jesus Christ. So much so that in verse 13, he says, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. I haven't laid hold of everything yet, but this one thing I do, this one motivational thing, this one reason for existence and living, I forget what lies behind. I forget what I used to depend on. And I'm reaching forward to what lies ahead, reaching forth unto those things which are before this one thing I do, Paul says. And what is it? Verse 14, he said, I press toward the mark for the prize. Literally, it reads this in the original language. Quote, I follow in the course along the mark unquote meaning i run on the marked out course how many of you have ever uh ran on a an oval race uh race course at uh, at at a schoolyard or something of that nature there are marked out lanes there and paul is saying that i run on this marked out course of faith and holiness paul is saying i'm pressing toward the prize and when the uh, when the race is over Uh, But right now, I'm going to keep to the marked out track. There are rules that must be followed. There is a a guideline that must be followed. And he's saying that I run along according to God's word. Says in verse 5, if a man also strive for masteries, yet is he not crowned except he strive lawfully. That the scripture reminds us that we press toward that mark. What's your goal today? Why are you living? Why do you get up every day? Is it to pursue relentlessly a knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ and a love for Him? God bless you today. Fix your eyes on Him. Run the race that God has set before you. And let's be found faithful in what He's called us to do.